was as if he'd kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Kia ora and Gordon Orvin from Today Radio, Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport, episode 162. You're with me, Anton Agassi, our sports pundit, who's been with us for uh, or a number of months and we're ever so grateful and we've brought you up here in the lift tonight because um, you're still hopping around, buddy. Yeah, still still hopping around uh, on, on one leg, unfortunately. We're, what, is it nine days post-op now? So... Um I can I can walk around a little bit, hobble around, but uh, yeah, still the lift for me, um, and I'm making full use of it. You know me as a a front row player. I uh, I'm enjoying the lift. Yeah, enjoying the lift at the moment. I bet you. Uh, and I mean, it wasn't what a day for you to be hobbling on crutches to the uh, yeah, it's to the a bit studio. Sli- a bit slippy outside, isn't it? So slippery that all schools were ca- um, obviously were cancelled um, for the day, postponed for the day, cancelled today, postponed I guess because they're going to be doing those um, lectures tomorrow. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a standstill. It was a quiet old day, but I managed to get you out of the uh, out of the bed or off the couch. Uh, out of the bed. Out, out of the, the bed, bed <laughs> Straight away. Um, yeah, very slippery and uh, quite treacherous conditions. Actually, there's a, f- a lot of sports being naturally cancelled tonight. I can t- confirm that the squash, uh, the Federation squash matches that take place on Wednesday evenings, they have all been cancelled um, for the safety of uh, everybody driving out there on the roads. I mean, it would be, um, it'd be carnish if everyone was out there. As I mentioned, it's show 162. Boy, we're creeping along. And tonight I am delighted to uh, welcome a field hockey or the president of Luxembourg Hockey Club field hockey we should make sure we get that right because you know what William Coppins we were supposed to have the national coach of ice hockey on tonight take a take a bow at that it seems a bit ironic that I got to come (laughs) the field hockey comes on a night it comes on on a night when um, it could have well have been ice hockey so um, welcome into the in, in, into the studio before I'm going to crack uh, crack on into the show I'm going to say a huge congratulations to two colleagues of ours who um, Emma and Meredith whose long awaited country music show Country Roads they started today at 10 o'clock so it was their very first show it's an hour long and, and will also be repeated on Saturday or Sunday Saturday according to my notes here Saturday at 12 so congratulations Emma and Meredith well done. We uh, will be tuning in, and I hope oh, everyone listening. Definitely. Are you a country? And you a country and western boy? Um, I don't listen to it, but if it's on, like, it's not. It's not. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's. Uh, it's got a, its time and its place. I'd say. But, yeah. Um, no, I would never. I'd never put it on myself. To be honest. What about you w- w- uh, yourself, William? Are you a? Are you a country? A, a country music boy? Uh, I've listened to it a little bit during my last trip uh, to the US. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, no, time and a place. It's the time and a, Ro- road a road trip in the place. US country music. Well, Emma from Florida and Meredith, who's from Texas. I mean, yeah. What what better? Or yeah. What a better couple? What, could we we couldn't get a better couple? I should say than to uh, to put on country roads. So I hope our listeners can uh, tune into that. Um, if you want to get involved with your comments and banter on the show, six two one fifty two five thousand. Anton's got the um, the WhatsApp uh, machine rolling over there, so you can also share your thoughts um, w- w- on social media. Um, and if you want to do better than that, get in touch with us. We're delighted to have you on um, on the show. Anton, let's come back into it. Your um, your injury status, please. Yeah. So, well, I had my operation last Monday. Um, I had my meniscus stitched up because um, there was a tear in my meniscus, um, but it all went well. I mean, it's so good nowadays. They they literally, they get you in. I think the surgery was only about half an hour, an hour. You have to rest for about two hours, and then you can go home the straight the, the same day. Um, it's just three keyhole uh, incisions, and that's it. Like So, like I say, it's only nine days since I had the surgery, and I can already you know, um, put weight on my foot and there's not much pain at all. So so little yeah. little stitches, not big stitches? No, just little stitches, yeah. But in stitches on the inside or on the outside? So, so stitches on the inside, inside yeah, yeah, on the meniscus. But then obviously there's, I think, I don't know, three or four stitches on the um, each of the three incisions outside of the knee as well. But literally, like, it's two, three tiny little holes. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, all good. I'm seeing physio. I'm hoping to get in moving again. So hopefully be back as soon as possible. They say six weeks on crutches, 12 weeks total. So how many weeks can can we rely on you not... How many weeks will it be until you don't use that lift? Well, in theory, it should be six weeks. But they said, look, if you're if you're doing well, then you can get off. If you're feeling confident enough and you're you're doing well, uh, no pain, nothing, then you can, um, you know, stop with the crutches after four four weeks, five weeks, depending. Good. Like I say, they they give you six weeks. That's sort of in general. But if you're young, you know, um, if you play sport, then you're gonna obviously you're gonna recover a bit quicker than yeah. you know other people and you've got scott's number on speed dial so if you need a lift you 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 get hold of him mate (laughs) um over to you uh william uh first time in studio four welcome first time let's talk sport um can you give us a little bit of a introduction about yourself yeah sure so yeah i'm william uh originally from uh brute where I started off uh, my sports career, Beautiful I think. City. In, uh, yep. One of the very one of the nice Great film as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Scott, a good movie. Scott, Scott, it that, is a good movie. You. Scott always uh, chimes in with a, a film reference early doors, so he's not here. I've got to pull his weight. So, yeah, In Bruges, great film. If you've not seen it, go watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I started off my sports career there at probably a club that's a little bit more known, uh, Club Bruges, uh, the football club. Um was very short, very short uh, appearance, star appearance. Um, and then moved on to, well, what position you asked? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to not be very well at keeping my position. So uh, I think I was five or six years old. Oh, so right. the coach would go and say, you play left back, right forward and William, everywhere. So my position was everywhere, just running behind the ball blindly. Um, maybe I still do that at hockey as well. Let's see uh, what Fede or coach has to say about that. Um, but then, yeah, uh, very shortly after, I moved on to uh, playing field hockey in Bruges as well. It's a very nice club. Uh, also very well developed over the last uh, 20 years, I mean, the time I've been playing. 
Um, and then uh, moved on uh, to studies in the Netherlands. Uh, it's the hockey, field hockey Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, but there I degraded myself to student tournaments uh, with yeah. a little, bof- little bit of drinking on the side. Wow, that's where you do all your learning, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, playing hockey like that is also a skill uh, you need yeah. to know. Um, and then uh, arrived in, in Luxembourg to kick off my professional career. Uh, and uh, also got a job thanks to hockey uh, as a lawyer here in Luxembourg. Um, and now I've been in the club for about six years. Um, and uh, we started off regional level, went on to a Belgian National uh, League. Uh, we've played a number of great European tournaments. Uh, so loads of great opportunities that Luxembourg Hockey uh, is really offering to me personally. Um, and uh, yeah, recently, last July, I also became uh, the president of the hockey club, uh, trying to give a little bit back to the sport. And it's going to be uh, an amazing challenge. I mean, it has been over the last six months and uh, there's so much potential in the sport in Luxembourg still. So we're really looking forward to exploring that. Certainly seen the sport launch itself over the past six years. It's, it's growing massively. We're up there often, obviously Anton's um, up at Sissonge significantly more than I am, but you just see the numbers over at the hockey, yeah. they're really doing uh, they're really doing well. So congratulations on, on, on getting the post. They don't, I'm, I'm sure they don't just pass, pass, <laughs> they don't pass a, the, such a role of president of the hockey club around like pass a parcel, mate. So uh, fair crack of the sauce bottle. Before we go to come back into your, um, in, into your story and your, in, in your journey, William, we're um, also going to have a look at tonight's... Um, tonight's box of tricks because it's show 162 as we uh, as we said i'm also going to talk about sport and the history in the world today and we will do that after just this classic graham's gone out really hard to Guevara. freeman going strongly up to almost halfway she's three from the top you can see graham inside of her probably in front mary's having a good run this is where Cathy exploded in Atlanta. Graham's in front of her. Freeman's got work to do here. There's about 150 to go. Guevara and Mary are right up. It's going to be a big finish. Into the slate, Graham leads. Freeman runs up to her. Mary inside. Cathy lifting. Goes up to Graham. Takes the lead. Looks the winner. Draws away from Graham and Mary. This is a famous victory. A magnificent performance. What a legend. What, what a, a legend. Well and truly, what a legend, Kathy Freeman! One of the greatest moments in sport, certainly, uh, certainly in my lifetime. That is for sh- for sure. What have we got? Show one six two, Anton. So the number one six two, we've got uh, Timotheus Tim uh, Bernardus Steens is uh, was a retired Dutch field hockey player, topical, who earned a total number of 162 caps, scoring 12 goals for the Netherlands national field hockey team in the 1970s and 1980s. Yeah, should have done a little bit of research and see if there was a, a, a Belgian... Yeah. Uh, a, a Belgian athlete that's had 162 caps. That's some. Uh, that's some number of games. I guess if you play a Euros, how many? T- how many teams would you play? If you, how many matches would you play in a typical Euro tournament? Eight. If you play for what four pool games? Uh, we get a pool phase, uh, which is three games, uh, and then there's two games after that. So last year we managed uh, in Kitlareli, Turkey, to get to full five. Uh, so it gave me five yep, caps. Five caps. Yeah. So to get to a hundred and say, how many caps have you got in total? 
Uh, it must be at nine now. It's only nine my second caps. international tournament. Yeah. No problem. So you're a little bit away from the 160, 162. That uh, might be playing hockey until I'm 50. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now I I came across an interesting one today, and it was Yanni Vetsal has scored 162 rebounds in his 2019 to 2020 season for um for the for the Aztecs, and I was like, who who's Yanni Vetsal? I've never seen him. <laughs> Lo and behold. Yanni Vetsa was a Kiwi. Was he? Yeah, so of course my ears pricked up well and truly this morning when I learned about uh, Yanni. So he actually is a, um, he's played for New Zealand. He currently plays for Elba Berlin in the um, in the, in the German um, basketball Bundesliga. Um, he, uh, the interesting thing I found about Yanni is he didn't start playing basketball until he was 17 years of age. He was a tennis player. Oh, really? Yeah. So by and by nineteen, he's got a, he gets a say a scholarship, but he gets a um, yeah scholarship. He, he went to the he went to the US St Mary's in in, in the US where must have hit a growth spot sixteen and was like you know what I'm tall enough for basketball now tennis. Well, goodbye. he's six he's six foot ten like two two, well, two, two meters eight. I mean, imagine taking a serve from someone yeah. at that height with fair yeah. pelting it down. Land about two feet the other side of the tennis net. He's that tall. Yeah, he is that tall. <laughs> then. Uh, <laughs> William, you had to duck your head when you came into the studio tonight. What height? What height are you at? Yeah, well, meter ninety-three. Meter ninety-three. A bit too tall for a hockey player. But, so. Well, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll come <laughs> on to that a little bit uh, later. But yeah, gee, where's what a monster! I'm surprised he didn't pick up basketball. I mean, I'm sure he he, he played at school a little bit, but he actually went to Westlake Boys in Auckland. He then uh, went to St Mary's um, co- College in 2015-2017, then Vanderbilt, and then San Diego State from 2019-2020, and then um, from 2020 to present, he's um, he's actually with. Oh, sorry, he went then went to Melbourne. And then to uh, he's currently at Elbin Berlin. Jeez, I get, must get in touch with old. Uh, oh yeah. Well, Yanni, and see if you come Probably down likes Luxembourg. Come to Let's Talk Sport. Distant relation, surely. Distant relationship. All right. We've also got one six two. We've got uh, Britain's uh, Laura Robinson in twenty fourteen uh, made changes to her service motion under new coach Miles McLagan. Uh, the British teenager hit ninety four aces. And 162 double faults in 2013. Yeah, you'd be pretty concerned with those stats, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, it's not 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 an ideal record, is it? It's, uh, it's probably it was probably time for a, for a change up for sure. Well, there you have it on the number one six two. We got uh, Tim Bernardo Steens who uh, who had 162 caps. We had Yanni Vetsal who got 162 rebounds in the in the basketball season, and Laura Robson who uh, served 162 double faults in the season of 2013 and understandably in 2014 she changed coach and uh, wanted to uh, improve <laughs> improve that motion sport and the history in the world today what's happened anything anything significant anything that tickles your uh, tickles your crutches we had on this day in uh, 1982 Czech tennis star uh, Ivan uh, Lendl scores uh, six Seven uh, two six seven six six two six four win over American uh, Vitas Gurulatis uh, Gurulatis Gurulatis Gurulatis. Must be must be. Yeah, he said American. It sounds American. Yeah, it doesn't sound very American. So he claimed his first uh, of five ATP Masters Grand Prix titles at Madison Square Garden. What, what do you remember, Ivan Lendl? But before your time. <laughs> 
before my time. Get on your uh, little Google <laughs> chat there. Have a look at them. What about yourself, William? Evan Lendon? Ring a bell? The name? Never heard of Never it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm clearly showing my yeah. uh, my age. Evan Lendon wore these absolute classic polos which, that would had a, a, a diamond a diamond he's feature. He's 63 years old. Of course, he's before my time, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> but Evan Lendon, one, one of the all time tennis greats, my friend. Yeah. Just before you'd say, just before the Andre uh, Agassi. It's a good question. Go. How, you, how, you old, how old is old Andre? Do, how old is he now? Andre Agassi. Yeah. Ooh, I would say he's fifty-one. Fifty. What, what, what do you think, uh, William? I have no clue. Yeah, and Andre Agassi. <laughs> he's fifty-three. He's fifty-three. Oh, not yeah. not not far off. Yeah. Um, Fifty-four the- in in April. Yeah, yeah. Um, Staying on sport and the history in the world today, um, actually it was on this day in 1989 that the Phoenix Sun had to cancel their game at the Miami Heat due to racial unrest in Miami at the time. I'm not sure if you know about this one, but it was a biggie. It was a a man on the, uh, let's say, a run um, from the police. He was on a motorbike, I think it was, and he... Yeah, anyway, he was he was on the run and another police officer who was off duty actually stood in the middle of the road um and pointed his gun at him and uh and 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 shot him and unfortunately killed him and uh yeah, he ended up by doing a little bit of Lorenzo I think is the name of the police uh the the police officer, but I can't remember. Yes, yeah, a tragic story and it caused a lot of political uh, or racial tension in Miami at the time 1989. You were born then, I hope uh, Anton not quite 1989. Yeah, 1989. No, That's 11 years before I was born. Oh, gee whiz, gee whiz! I'm showing my age. <laughs> I am showing my age. But that was a, that was what happened on this day. Another uh, another sporting incident on this day in 1997. The NBA suspends Dennis Rodman indefinitely Surprise. for kicking a cameraman. Now this guy, <laughs> he's he, got a bit of a history. He's got history. Dennis Rodman. Ring a bell? No, nothing, William. There's Robin. Oh, no, sorry, guys. Uh, fabulous, <laughs> fabulous uh, M- NBA player. Played well. I, I always remember we started off with uh, the Pistons, I think it was. Yeah, Pistons, and then went to uh, sh- Chicago, and he he run a run a he he run a mark. In fact. On the topic I've got here, he said, Rodman has been known for his over-the-top give-it-all give it lifestyle for quite a while. He began his career with a playoff team with a playoff team in Detroit, but that didn't affect his lifestyle. Apparently, he parted, partied practically for every day for seven years of his career. This was exclusively during his time with the Pistons, and Rodman claims that he went to jail over 100 times for various violations in, his, in, in that time alone. Um, uh, yeah, he was a party I'm, boy. I'm sure you can admire that. Seven years of uh, partying and playing. Yeah. How many uh, How many years of partying in, in the Netherlands? Uh, I've been there, I think my studies were five years. Oof. Yeah. I took a little well, year extra as well to profit from yeah, it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a decent in Wales, An extra year just to make it. Cause, I mean, you is can, it what, what year is your party year? Your first year or, your, or the last? Oh, well, you, I feel like typically your first year there, you do your most drinking, I want to say. Um, uh, and then I feel like the second, third, fourth year it sort of tapers out a little bit. Um, you get too old. That's the thing. Even at like 20, 21, you can't do what you were doing at 18. Do you know what I mean? 
but uh, yeah, no, five years at uni is a very, very good it's stint. A good stint, yeah. yeah. Sort yeah, of for me, it was the the second year and the last year. Oh, really? Last year, absolute so, overcompensation yeah, <laughs> uh, because then it would be all over afterwards. Yeah. 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 Also, on this day in 2012, LeBron James he became the youngest player in NBA history to record 20,000 career points um, during uh, at the time he was playing for Miami Heat. Um, at, he was 28 years old in 17 days, and he passed Kobe Bryant, who was uh, 29 years and 122 days. But no surprise because he's the greatest all-time scorer in the NBA uh, right now, isn't he? Birthdays. We've got a big one there, yeah, Anton. We've got the greatest, arguably the greatest boxer ever. We've got Muhammad Ali, um, uh, born in Louisville, Kentucky, um, a week after George Foreman's birthday, actually. Yeah, that's right. We raised, we raised George Foreman last uh, last week, didn't, yep. didn't so, we? Um, so uh, it says it so passed away in, in 2016. Um Unfortunately, um, what, what was it um, that he he struggled with, um, Muhammad Ali? I swear, um, he passed away due to uh, Parkinson's, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, obviously, an absolute legend of the game. Um, I mean, just like it, the way he sort of held himself out on the ring and out of the ring, just like well, no, like none other really. Yep. Um, we've also got uh, in 1982. Uh, Dwayne Wade, so he's 42 today. Happy birthday, American basketball player, plays for the Miami Heat, uh, played for the Miami Heat and Chicago Bulls. I'm wondering if when he was playing for Chicago Bulls, he was in that, he was in the team. If I come back to it, which after the Miami riots, the first team to play was the Chicago Bulls, and I'm wondering if he was in that side. Michael really? Jordan was in, the, in in it as well, so he's yeah, what whatever it maybe 99. So seven years later, I'd have to have a look if Dwayne was in that side, and that was the first game. That kind of I wouldn't say stopped the rights, but it settled the rights, and obviously with the big names, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, and I'm wondering if Dwayne Wade was actually in that team as well. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, we've got William Coppins, president of Luxembourg Hockey Club, and we're going to get him on the. Well, we're going to nail him with all the big questions, aren't we? We've got some absolutely <laughs> beauties lined up, but he's going to tell us all about the let's say the progressions of what's been happening in um, in Hockey Club Luxembourg. Salive, I know him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, well, again, another, an, another classic uh, when Giroud got that uh, absolutely uh, stunning, stunning goal. All right, William. Well, where do where do we start? Um, well, how many clubs are there in, in, in field hockey? Is there just a, is just there one? Well, there's loads of uh, field hockey clubs, obviously, uh, all around the world. But yeah. uh, in, Luxembourg, in Luxembourg, for now, there's the one. Uh, there's uh, quite some projects going on to see where we can uh, put the second club yeah. uh, because of course that would be really nice in uh, the south or north of the of the country to to add yeah. some substance one would say that's a shame I mean there's that, that many I mean how do you get the field like I've, I've been up there and I've seen it there's there's Hundreds, it seems. Is there, is there other like other facilities for other clubs? Is there other hockey pitches? I mean, it's, it's yeah. what 4G. Is it a specific type of 4G? Or is it just any sort of 4G will do? Like, how, how does it work in hockey? Well, that's the thing. You indeed need uh, a decent hockey pitch. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have a decent club, you need a good water-based yeah. pitch uh, so that the hockey can also be on a nice level. Um, and there is a few hockey pitches. 
uh, dispersed around Luxembourg that are being used by schools, etc., just for hockey initiations and things like that. Uh, what's a bit difficult is to tie a club to that because the, I mean, there's room for it. The popularity of hockey in Luxembourg is absolutely increasing. We have uh, a vast amount of members. We manage to have uh, teams of uh, almost all age categories, uh, have a very good uh, men's and women's team, but also uh, some people just playing for leisure, corporate league and things like that. Um, so uh, there's enough ambition for hockey in Luxembourg to get that second club. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it will it will happen, and then from that way onwards, it's just uh, uh, smooth sailing until making it uh, one of the most popular sports in Luxembourg, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're very close to obviously the big. When you think of the big countries that play hockey, immediately you think um, Netherlands, Belgium. India, Argentina, Great Britain, yeah. South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. Not to forget Aust Australia. Australia, Australia um, yeah. Absolutely, uh, South Africa. As well. I mean, South Africa. So it's a big, big. It's a it's a yeah. big international sport. I would um, I, I would say. How many players roughly would there be? Let's say in the men's senior team. Have you got? Have you just got one team, or have you got a, got several several teams? Well, usually a larger club would have. Uh, multiple men's teams yeah. or, or women's teams then then playing on different levels yeah. so every club can get then uh, at least in Belgium and it's in the Belgian competition that we play as well they get one team so their best team into the national competition uh, but then you have loads of um, <clears throat> different levels of uh, regional competition so you can put uh, another team in there I think the big clubs in Brussels have at least uh, 10 teams playing Really? Uh, so they're they're quite huge, yeah. Wow, Jesus. wow, 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 wow. And um, and what about have we got? Have we got a ladies team? I've seen um, I've, I've seen them on Instagram doing doing well. They are doing incredibly well. Um, so it's their first year uh, in the national competition. They've been playing regional before that, uh, and they've been again, overwhelmingly the, good in the Belgian league as well. In the Belgian yeah, national yeah. competition, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a good level uh, of hockey. And uh, they've been doing overwhelmingly good over uh, the last half of the season. They ended up second wow. uh, in their pool. Uh, so that's really, really strong. Uh, and if they keep that going for uh, the next half of the season, they might be in for promotion. Uh, and that would look really good uh, for the club. So I'm really excited to, to see what they will be doing. So on any given Saturday, I assume, you could actually have a men's team going into the into the Belgian league. You can have a ladies' team also going... Traveling into, into into Belgium to to play. What about the um, what about the youngsters? Is there? I guess. What do you do? You go under 18s or un yeah. So we start uh, competition as from uh, under seven. We have a U6 team uh, as well. Um, so we have a team uh, each time in the Belgian competition, and they would play more regionally. So in the south of uh, Belgium, just to limit a little bit the hours that uh, parents have to drive. You know that very, uh, only too well doing the rugby, having to travel. Uh, you know, into into Belgium, you can you know you cl yeah. certainly click in some yeah. some miles. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we have a good ties, but there's still uh, work to do on that. So it's one of my personal ambitions as well. But with uh, the hockey clubs that are neighbouring, so there's uh, Arlon in Belgium, there's Trier in Germany, and Nancy in France. So we try to keep these uh, together with our clubs. So these uh, four clubs uh, tied together, especially for the youth, so that they can uh, play locally 
exercise games, small tournaments, and things like that. Yeah, it's a big old factory because you you know you're not obviously you're thinking of the mums and dads that go out got go out the volunteers that go got, got must con- or need to contribute. We, we need them without without um, without doubt. But you also got to think about the referees. Um, the, the the injuries. I mean, you, you can't be the only uh, only bloke to get a to get a stick in the in, in the in the legs or a, or a ball in the chops. Is that yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that the um, I mean, our club definitely for uh, for loads of things uh, highly depends on on volunteers, and yeah. uh, it's often. Uh, I mean, there's things that are in terms of volunteering easier to get uh, than others. I mean, uh, getting a bar shift or something, they're the easy things to do. So there usually we have more than enough people wanting to help us. Uh, But when it comes to umpiring, uh, it becomes a little bit more difficult. But we're really working on that as well. We've got a header in our uh, committee that is really pushing hard to have some kind of uh, umpiring academy to really start uh, showing uh, our youngest that umpiring is part of the game. It's not only about training and playing games, uh, supporting the other teams, etc., but it's also about uh, picking up your responsibilities and umpire another game of a younger team or something like that from time to time, yeah. Am I right to assume that there's two two umpires? I was going to call ref. I just call everybody a, a, a ref. Ref, ref, ref. ref, ref. <laughs> when my wife yells at me, I call her ref as well. <laughs> um, but you've got two. You've got two umpires on the on the field doing yeah. doing half the pitch. Exactly. A bit so like touch rugby, isn't it? Touch two rugby. umpires, and uh, each one is responsible for their half of the pitch. And then when there's something unclear, then they can quickly yeah. check with each other. See, uh, mm-hmm. the, the sport goes so quick, and the ball is small. Yeah. Um, so uh, and it travels really fast around yeah. the water base, uh, the water base pitch. Um, so it's really difficult to see sometimes. I think. Um, Probably not the most uh, talented umpire myself. So if I'm umpiring, I'm really uh, watching between the legs where the ball is going, uh, if it hits a foot or if uh, there's a back stick or something like that. So it's it's really difficult to umpire hockey, I think. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the injuries. Let's talk about the good stuff. Right. What's not good if you get if you're on the receiving end? We've taken a whack in the chops or a um, a ball on the backside. High, high stick. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I mean, you you need to accept it when you play hockey that yeah. uh, it's something that uh, might happen. It's people don't um, really think that that like field hockey from from the outside. If you've not played it before, you know there's a lot of things that you could end up getting injured by. I mean the ball, yeah, it's small, but it, it's hard, it's heavy. The stick, obviously, people are waving sticks around. It's a fairly physical sport as well, from at least what I remember from from playing it. Um, it's it's can be fairly brutal to be fair, um, hockey. Yeah, I mean, I think there, there's obviously a little push from time to time. Um, I had a really funny moment uh, during one of our last games where uh, I play an attack and one of the defenders uh, just briefly grabbed my wrist yeah. so I couldn't move my stick or do anything. So I was like, okay, respect for this guy because this is obviously <laughs> a really good defensive move and the referee will never see it. Um, and then there's... Um, the injuries where you get the ball, it's obviously a hard yeah. plastic ball so uh, you, or a hockey stick, yeah. uh, and that gives you a, a big blue, uh, but oh. normally uh, yeah. nothing that, um, nothing that co- stops you from playing. Uh, I've had one of the f- on the foot, a really hard shot uh, last year yeah. that uh, hurt for a month or two, so that was not so, not so great. How, wait, do you, do you know roughly how fast 
professionals can hit a hockey ball because I know even when I was playing as a kid like you can you can hit it pretty hard pretty fast if you want to need to look into I don't know if you can uh, google oh, that sure, quickly but you need yeah, to look yeah. into how uh, fast uh, Hendrix uh, Belgian player uh, can uh, shoot a penalty a penalty stroke be, so. and that'll be from that uh, are they because you have to have your stick from penalty on the, already on the ground, or are you allowed to start with it up above your shoulders on a penalty? Yeah, it depends on on the game situation. So if you have a penalty corner, it means the ball basically yep, comes, comes out the, to the corner to yep. a bunch of guys waiting on the circle, and yes. then the idea is that uh, there's five people in the goal, and then you just basically shot at them. So then it's kind of it's called a slip. So you kind of uh, push the ball up. Uh, but yeah. I mean, someone who's really strong at that can put a lot of power, a lot of power uh, into it, well over a hundred kilometers. I couldn't, I couldn't find Hendrix here, but it says Germany's Christopher Wesley top yeah, yeah. listing at hitting um, the ball at 140 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Oh, hey, steady. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, uh, wait. Um, let me just find out how uh, how heavy a hockey ball is, because, like I say, it's small, but it's it's fair. Well, you want to if you if you're in the circle t- taking that, or even if you're padded up, you'd in the in the in, the, in this little square box, you'd be uh, you'd, yeah. You'd you better little... hope you stop it with your stick before yeah. it hits you. Yeah. Then, <laughs> when I first saw him, I assumed you know with his height he'd be a really good goalie, but I can understand maybe why <laughs> even with the padding, maybe you want to be not near the goal because hundred. Oh, I'm happy. To not be uh, yeah. in the goal defensive yeah. uh, for pieces. What about yeah. per, what about personally being or being so tall at a meter ninety three? It, it must have its challenges, surely, because you're along you're, you're further distance away from the ball. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, quite a number of uh, good tall players out there. I mean, the fact that the Netherlands uh, is really strong yeah, at hockey a, shows a lot yes. because they're all tall. Um, but I guess. Uh, not that I'm very flexible myself, but uh, some flexibility helps. Uh, and then just uh, kind of the movement. You need to uh, kind of balance your body in a way that you're um, kind of moving inclined forward uh, so that you're still basically upright moving, but inclined towards the ground. So technically you're using more space on the field than in, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Than in the punter like myself. Yeah. I feel like a, as well, like a, a low center of gravity in a, in a game like hockey to sort of evade and, and move um, uh, past people and stuff, and obviously not get sort of knocked off the ball and stuff like that. It's it's quite useful. You said you preferred if you were a bit shorter. I can imagine, I can imagine being a couple inches shorter, so you're a bit lower to the ground. A lower center of gravity would be be quite useful. Advantageous, yeah. Let's talk about um, let's talk about the coaches because we, we talked about you know you're going to need the physios and 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 umpires I refer to them as referees but they're umpires I'm glad I've been putting my place there um, what about uh, the, the the coaching staff you've got and you talked mentioned Frederico I think it was earlier on yeah uh, yeah so we're, we're trying to develop really a uh, great academy of uh, hockey in Luxembourg so uh, the basis of that is obviously a good sports director and good coaches so I think it all starts with uh, Federico or a sports director and uh, the coach of our, our men's team as well. Um, he's been doing a really great job in uh, developing this uh, academy together with uh, Natalia, uh, who's also the coach of uh, the women's team. Um, 
they're bringing a lot of uh, good moods on the pitch, a lot of discipline uh, and, and nice hockey drills and games, uh, really putting results out there. So it's been uh, very good. And what they're also really working hard on is to kind of uh, make our investment as a club and them spill over uh, to the club by uh, picking out a number of uh, our uh, youth players and turning them into trainers. I think it's a really great program teaching yeah. uh, these youngers um, responsibility, getting them on the pitch. Uh, well, gets them they get some respect very early as as, as well as athletes yes, it's as well as they get, they get life exposure skills to they can use. Yeah, get exposure it's to. Also, it's really. a good way for them to improve as players as well because if you're having to teach people, you obviously like have to know what you're you're teaching them and understand why it is you do the certain stuff it's good enough for a coach to tell you i'll oh, do this do that but if you have to tell that to someone else and explain why they should do that it'll it'll only improve them them as players as well so that's a really good um really good idea definitely yeah absolutely it really makes you think about your own game exactly uh, yeah so it's very important yeah let's come back into um into your role as 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 president um so you've only been i mean you got the the posting and to, well, you, let's say you took the job on in, in 2023 yeah. what are what are some things that we're going to be looking forward to in in 2024 yeah, so it, it's absolutely multifaceted. So it starts from the ground up, and the ground is absolutely the youth. So we yeah. need to invest in that, create this youth academy oh, yeah. that I was just uh, talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where uh, we can really create a sport in Luxembourg as well, make sure that uh, it has a very stable basis for the rest. Uh, there's also, of course, a bunch of uh, financials around it. So the fact that we want to work for, towards a financially stable club because you, of course, need finances uh, to grow and invest and invest in the right things. Um, and then there's just basically the the fun bit, no? what Luxembourg has to offer. We're, uh, for the moment, the only club. It might not always be uh, mm -hmm. like that. But it means uh, that on the international scene, we represent uh, Luxembourg hockey and that we get loads of opportunities. So uh, that means for the younger teams that they get to travel as well. Yeah. Uh, that means that all the effort we are putting in our youth teams is now spilling over and us having uh, real national, Luxembourg national yeah. teams that are able to perform on the international scene. And is there, um, so what, what competitions do like, so what is the age groups, under 19s or under 16s, where do they compete? Is there European competitions that they can go and, um, are they at that level to compete already? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's, the uh, Olympic dream that always uh, will yeah. be the absolute goal. Yeah. Uh, for now, that means that we play and uh, show the best of ourselves during qualifiers. Is, it, is, it, um, is hockey part of the, the the small countries Olympics? I'm not sure if it's probably the one they had recently. Oh, the in recent, Malta. No, I don't think it made the the cut. It wasn't it wasn't in Malta. I don't, um, I don't think so. Twelve months no, no, ago, no. no. We have to do the, the proper Olympics then. You have to get to yeah, exactly. well, the big leagues. Yeah, they are. They're, they're in the big league. That's for, yeah. that, that's for sure. It's a, I mean, yeah. So we said it's a big it's a big sport. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? We, you know, be, being from a small country, you know, we we, we can be we can be overexposed, but we can we can also get the, the get that right balance. And it sounds like that Luxembourg Hockey Club are, are certainly doing that. Mm -hmm. You get the and you can and you get your get your youth out to these. Um, the, the experience get, that they can have just is, get is them phenomenal. Representing Luxembourg, I know. I mean, talking from personal experience in in, in Luxembourg, when they had sort of under 16s under 18s national team stuff, if you're on the fence about whether you want to continue rugby 
or you know it's cold it's wet maybe your friend stop if you have this carrot that's you know the, the incentive that oh i can play i can represent luxembourg even if it's under 60 it makes you even if it's just for luxembourg whatever it makes you feel like you know a professional for a day yeah absolutely superhero for a day you can wear the luxembourg kit you can travel to different countries you can go stay in hotels with all you know it's amazing it's it's really good to not only keep players playing and motivated but bring in new players if you go to school the next day and the other people you know say oh we saw you on instagram on 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 the, the tv you went away and played you know maybe i should play hockey as well so it's definitely it like you say it's all starts with the youth system and doing these sort of uh national team sort of events and stuff i think it's huge for 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 bringing in more people and keeping um and not only the development but also yeah like you say keeping players it's really good, I think. Yeah. And what about the um, so that's from the youth side. What about uh, what what about on the on 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 the big boys side? Because I know that you fill up the black stuff on a Friday night. There's one hell of a party going down there just in about May or <laughs> there's, June. There's a lot like, of rivalry. Can you can you tell us about that that event? Yeah, that one is uh, our luxury tournament, and um, I asked my committee as well if I could make a little announcement. Yeah, you can you can knock yourself out with that because I could tell you what they were very happy and (laughs) we agreed. uh, So that's just a tournament for for fun. We organize it for uh, charity every year, so we make a little team around it, and then people come to Luxembourg uh, from uh, all the way from England, Netherlands, France. uh, I mean, many neighboring countries uh, to come and play some games of hockey for charity. Uh, there's always a team around it to make it more fun so people can dress up a little bit because of course yeah. there's, there's a beer or two around it yep. um, beer for charity <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah so uh, this year we're going to do it uh, with the team Olympics of course uh, within uh, the Paris uh, Olympics uh, uh, because uh, it's happening corner, as well isn't it? yeah yeah, and it's sports, of course, it all matches, uh, mm-hmm. so it's a perfect team. Uh, so hopefully we'll get loads of teams from uh, Luxembourg, but also from our neighbouring countries um, to to join us for the tournament and we'll be able to to raise a lot of money for, uh, for charity. Uh, well, we are thinking this year to really support um, uh, disabled persons in Luxembourg. Uh, as well because I have some some personal experiences with that uh, I think a year ago or two years ago now already I played against uh, the Nush, the Dutch uh, national Paralympic team which was as it was after a night out and somebody invited me very randomly <laughs> then uh, I showed up on the pitch and uh, played the hockey game of course very seriously um, and it was a super nice experience. So uh, I was hoping as well to use this opportunity to support disabled persons in Luxembourg, maybe create some contacts around charities that uh, might be interested as well in organizing sports events uh, and see what we can uh, give back as a club as well um, to to uh, organizations that uh, really uh, are pursuing very good causes that I personally uh, am very ambitious to, to, to help. Oh, it's brilliant. It looks like you have got all facets covered under the under the umbrella of the Luxembourg Hockey Club. It's uh, <laughs> really quite impressive. We're going to take another little short break and um, listen to Shane Bond's hat trick, which is a, a special moment in the in the cricketing history. And when we come back, we're going to get a bit a little bit about your favourites. We're going to find out um, if he's uh, what was his favourite road trip. We're going to look at uh, favourite stadium as well. Who's his who's his best roommate? Who'd want to get in a fight with? Is he budgies mullet? We're going to get all the the real good stuff the, the and, and the nitty gritty. What sports all about? Way she goes. A magnificent hit of the ball. Cameron White. Simon. 
Gone's got two in a row. He's on a hat trick. Bond. Well, well. All of a sudden, Bond bouncing no ball. Wicket, wicket. And it's seven for 286 in the final over. Got it! Hat trick, slower ball. Beautifully bowled. Well done, Shane Bond. Good comeback. Reckon's gone. And it's another wicket down all the New Zealanders. Well done. And Bond. Not James, Shane with a hat-trick. Yeah, that's right, Shane with a hat-trick. Absolute belter it was. All right, as I said, and I promised, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, the real sports stuff. You're in your club, okay? You're in your club. You go away for a, you go away for a, on, a, on a tour. Who's, who's, your, who's your roommate? Uh, and why? Well, it used to be uh, Olivier, uh, yeah, my the, vice, the president vice president as well, one of my best friends. Yeah, no, he got a girlfriend, so I got replaced. You got replaced, okay. Uh, last year, we shared a room with Fede, the sports director, so comes as her coach uh, to the tournaments. Uh, so I guess this year, it will just be Fede and me. It's just Fede yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a two-man two show. Okay, we li- I, li- I like stadiums. Well, I be- I've been fortunate enough almost all around the world to see different sporting events. Have you? What about yourself? Do you have a favourite sporting venue? Not necessarily in, 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 in hot, could be hockey, but that was a, yeah, it's a stadium hockey, isn't it? Yeah, it is a, it is a stadium. But what about... Uh, any any favourite stadiums? Oh, it's a difficult question. I didn't think about it. Uh, it's not so. What, what about fo- football club Bruges? Uh, that's the Jan Bredel Stadion in in Bruges. Yeah. Um, let's say it's a, it's a fair stadium, but it could use some some renovation. And there's been talks around getting a new stadium in Bruges uh, for a very long time, and it's still not there. Uh, yeah. I need to double check if there's any plans coming through <laughs> for the moment, but. Uh, you can get a very nice, uh, really good fries outside and things like that. Oh, so, they, yeah, and the Belgian. Of course, they anything, they fry. and oh, a beer, anything in Belgium is so, obviously yeah. fantastic. I'd be yeah. silly if I asked you ketchup or mayonnaise, wouldn't I? Yeah, it's absolutely mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. Or special sauce. That's really good. Do they have, yeah. do they have Andalus in Belgium? Oh, of course, I think <laughs> Andalus is Belgium. <laughs> is it, well, you might think it's from Andalusia in Spain, but it is not. <laughs> okay, so you're on the road trip. The boys are in the bus, obviously heading out to uh, to, to a game in, in Belgium. Who? Uh, where's your position on the bus? Do you have the right to go to the back? Are you up the front playing DJ? Where's your, or are you in the middle making sure that you're settling all camps? Yeah, it depends. Often uh, I'm driving. You're the bus driver. Uh, yeah, I like to. Well, we go, we Is go by separate cars, so we go with the the Olympic vans uh, yep. of Luxembourg. You can rent those for the weekend. Yep. Uh, so then we've got eight spots because uh, we have loads of Belgians in the team as well. So they might already be yeah. uh, wherever Good we need to place. be. So eight spots is uh, more than enough. Uh, I haven't driven the bus. Then I, w- if we go by bus, I usually take uh, the shotgun seats. Shotgun. Uh, put on some music. Uh, maybe do a little music quiz or something on the way. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's stay on music then, right? Your 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 team. You're leading the team out onto the on, onto the park. You're playing at your favourite stadium of all all, all time. We're going to say um, in, at Club Bruges, which in this case has got an artificial <laughs> artificial turf. Uh, Le- turf an Olympic gold final. You've, probably. Yeah. You've, exactly. <laughs> Olympic gold final. You've obviously. It's obviously. A sell out with all of um, all of the five thousand people that can fit into that stadium. Um, what's your what's your walkout music? Um, this is a test of character. This one. It's a um, <laughs> it's a really good question. I guess we would have uh, all types of music uh, on the way, starting with classics. But what about your one walking into the, the stadium? Walking into the stadium has to be Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Oh, so motivating. I thought he was going to come up with Dios or something like this. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> typical typical Belgian. Eye of the Tiger, yeah. And um, in the summertime, are you one to, uh, are you, would you go with the budgies or with the boardies? 
the budgies or the bardies, you will yeah. have to explain both you words to me. <laughs> <laughs> so the budgies being the the, the speedos, the, 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 more like the speedo, the short briefs, or would you go for the board shorts, the longer ones in the oh, summertime? Oh, like the, not not the longest one to go over your knees, but just uh, nice shorts and then uh, maybe some funny team on it. I have yellow ones with coconuts and just, <laughs> okay, there uh, was you need to show people you're on holidays. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> very much so. And um, are we more than likely to see you with a mustache, or, or are we likely to sell, see El Presidente with a with a with a with a mullet? Oh, I tried to grow a mustache uh, during our last European tournament, and it was uh, it, it was not uh, a big. Success, but we had our last European tournament in Turkey, so I wanted to be uh, part of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did the team? Did the team take part in November? I don't know if it, yeah, no, no, it's in May, and I had I, I just had holidays before as well, and didn't bring anything to shave. So that's basically how the mustache came. Um, but then, uh, yeah, arriving in Turkey, I got a few laughs and stuff. Then obviously I had to keep it, yeah, uh, and own it for a few days. But uh, yeah, you'd rather see me with a mullet. I think I have more success yeah. of growing that. Growing a mullet than a mustache. Yeah. There we go. Or well, perhaps in 2024, perhaps for the uh, the luxury tour, we can uh, we can uh, be donning a, a mullet. That would be. Uh, that would be spot on. Um, if you bring some money in for charity, I'll grow it. We'll, we'll grow. We'll see what we'll, we'll have a chat to Scott and Anton myself. We will see what we can do for uh, <laughs> for, for, for that charity. Of course, we'll be uh, delighted to see you. Over, we're going to push you aside there a little bit because we've got uh, a few things happening in, in in the sports world. We're back up and running. What are we? We're mid now, aren't we? It's the seventeenth. There's um, most of the sporting events have uh, kicked off except for tonight, unfortunately, with this horrendous weather. What have we got there, uh, Anton? Uh, so we've got uh, some basketball, handball, and some football. Tell me about the handball, mate. What's been well, going on there? So in the handball, actually, some good news. Uh, Luxembourg's national handball team staged a, a remarkable comeback. So they overturned a seven-goal deficit um, from the previous match with a commanding 36-28 victory against Latvia in the European uh, Championship 2026 pre-qualification um it's a brilliant result isn't it good news that um following their 25 32 defeat on thursday luxembourg um uh, needed to secure a seven goal advantage uh, to return the match to and advance the group stage uh the team delivered a strong performance led by guillaume uh, felici or felici uh, ensuring a clear 13-21 lead at halftime and ultimately securing their place in the European Championship qualification group stage. So, great news for them. Yeah, big congratulations to the uh, Especially considering uh, the um, uh, coming back from, from, from struggling a bit earlier to, to come yeah, back and, and fight back. That's really good 21, news 21 down at halftime, that's, um, that's astonishing. Well, I've got two, uh, t- two bits, of, uh, bits and bobs in the basketball scene. The first one was last week's news, actually, in Bertrand, that Christoph Fleming, he's informed the club that he no longer wants to continue. They're currently seventh place in the table after, um, well, at that stage, they were 15, now 16 game days. Um, I don't think a successor has been determined just yet. But go moving on to the men's league of the BBL, which was the 16th... Uh, match day on the weekend Edelbrook they emerged victorious in an intense match against the Cordell Steelers securing a 114 to 106 <laughs> win over and well actually in a double extra time so quite special um, special there and it was uh, Philip Galton who and Jimmy Taylor who each contributed 37 points meanwhile Grunewald they surprised Wolfer with a 98-95 win um, again um, the 
Raul Buram, his, his attempt to save Wolf in extra time, they actually he fell a bit short there. Additionally, Arantxa's six-game winning streak came to an end as they lost uh, 77-69 to AB uh, Conta, who turned the game with a 15-3 um, run in the last five minutes, secured two crucial points in the playoff r- race. So as it stands at the moment, we've got Amakau leading the comp with 29 points, Edelbrook at 28, Dudelange on 27, so only one point beneath that. Actually, if I look there, Ash is on 26, and, and then Arantxa and Volfer on 25 so but nothing nothing in it on um, at this point on the, on the 16th day you've got the uh, footy there have you yeah so football we've got the uh, Turkish league uh, info so Luxembourg's Gerson Rodriguez uh, playing for uh, Sivaspor tied 1-1 against Galatasaray last Thursday he was actually he was subbed off after an hour and that may be his um, final match for the team uh, apparently the club has reported that they're thinking of letting go of three players, including Rodriguez, um, due to team issues. Yeah, um, I mean, he's in, every, every time he goes somewhere, there's, there's there's an issue with Rodriguez. He doesn't he doesn't stay he doesn't stay anywhere for very long. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's a shame because he's a he's a, he's a hell of a player. When he's on fire, he's on fire, and but he uh, his, his track record isn't good. So yeah, has he got team issues? Is he likely to to move on? Quite probably, and there'll be another club that'll take him, and there'll be quite probable that he'll move on from that as well but um, very good news because the FLF team will play a friendly match against Belgium on June the 9th 4 o'clock in Brussels it'll be the last match before the uh, European Championship in Germany the Belgians have qualified but the Luxembourgers they still get their chance via the Nation League uh, playoffs um, two big, well, hopefully two big games coming up yeah very very much so um, the only other news I've got was, obviously in there was actually the squash has been um, cancelled uh, tonight due to pool the conditions, but actually, as I, as I'm learning, in the there were some basketball matches yeah. as well that were um, that have also been cancelled as well. Coming back and just to finish on the on on the final uh, swan song with you, William. We I asked you a couple of questions earlier on the on the day, and that bases on the on the conversations we've had. Sports um, sportsmanship would be the be the first one. Was there anything in 2023 that um, that 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 tickled your sticks that you enjoyed? Any sporting sportsmanship moments? Well, um, I had a few good experiences in in 2023 personally. I think uh, one of the first ones is that uh, I happened to be in Philly, uh, Philadelphia, coincidentally when the yeah. Eagles were playing the Super Bowl against the, oh. the Kansas Chiefs. No, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, so the whole city of Philadelphia was uh, colored green. Uh, we found a nice bar, although uh, some of my friends said the TVs were supposed to be too small. Uh, <laughs> but then the whole bar was full of TVs, yeah. your typical American <laughs> bar. Um, then, uh, well, it was after uh, a whole night of traveling. So I remember the first half very well, uh, Rihanna's <laughs> halftime show, and then uh, the second half uh, I was there. Uh, <laughs> physically, let's say. Uh, so that was that was a, that's a great great memory. Yeah, uh, it was really fun to bet that they gave it away in the end. But uh, I mean, sports. Uh, yeah, sport. Uh, uh, that, that sport. What, any other any other decent moments you that that stand out for you? I mean, of well, course, there's. You got named president. There we go. I got named president. I think uh, we can put it in a strong two, and uh, I think the the strongest or in the first uh, any, the first any, position any celebration, any party afterwards. Well, I don't think we really celebrated that one, but what we really did celebrate was uh, our last hockey tournament, the European hockey tournament oh, really? we played in Kirklareli in Turkey. I talked about it briefly yeah. before, and uh, that one we got to play the final uh, against Turkey, so the home uh, home country, and that was a really, really exciting game. 
we were uh, quite the underdog, uh, but we managed to get in a solid five trees. So it gives us uh, three goals as well. Uh, so that's a pretty good performance. And uh, we we're really, really happy to be in that final, to be able to play that. And I think, um, well, as far as hockey goes and what I've done, it's uh, absolutely the highlight of uh, what I've done playing. Uh, and uh, well, let's hope that the next tournament in Gibraltar we can do the same. Otherwise, it will stay the that biggest highlight. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, that's really good. Listen, we're super super proud of um, the the achievements that you've uh, done, William. We wish you very well with the with the rest of the season in 2024. We're going to stay in close um, close uh, communication. Okay, of course, it'd be lovely to have the, 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 uh, your coach into the studio one time. Yeah, of I course, know, he'll be delighted. Uh, I know that um, Lee Godfrey and uh, Francis they were working a little bit more with the, on the federal. Uh, on the federal side and they've got some uh, fabulous projects um, up their sleeve which um, ho- hopefully come to fruition but it'll be good to get them on and, and, and really spread the word about hockey because the, the the field hockey in Luxembourg are doing just like the ice hockey I should say they're doing really wonderful things they're growing their participating yep. numbers and it doesn't just happen it happens because of people like yourself that are putting and uh, investing a lot of time a lot of the volunteers that have, as we say like you, you, yourself your committee the team um, and e- even the coaches they go above and beyond um, don't they and, and, and doing their the, doing their job. Um, we need to uh, wrap on that. Uh, me again, many thanks, uh, William. Don't thanks be- for having me. Yeah, you're very, very welcome. Thanks for coming in there. Well, I could almost call you Skippy there, couldn't we? <laughs> shuffling <laughs> along on your uh, peg leg, <laughs> shuffling on there. Now, don't forget to check out the regulars on the show. We've got um, we've actually got Steps, who comes in at six a.m. At, at the moment, I believe. Maybe Sam's back. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, uh, Steps does the uh, lunchbox we've got Melissa at 3 and don't forget as I mentioned earlier in the show put your boots and, and, and tip your hat because you may be already obsessed with country music and maybe this is your first or yeah maybe it's your first rodeo but you want to learn more perhaps you're a hater and you want something to change your mind with very different uh, tastes and backgrounds Emma, the, uh, the what do you call it, a Floridite, is she? And a Meredith, the Texan. And then they will entertain you with a weekly um, show of their new uh, classic country hits, bringing you the tunes straight from the heartland of the US of A. Until Sunday, where we will uh, give you uh, Scott and myself and, 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 and Anton, depends if we can uh, get you pushing around. We'll be back in the studio on uh, Sunday evening. Until then, it's chirp.